Hello, I'm Kristen McDonald, and thanks so much for tuning into Second Vision. My guest today has truly created a new vision for his life after experiencing a major physical challenge. Brent Michael Phillips was a successful engineer and was one of the people who helped create the Internet while he was at MIT. And after leaving MIT to pursue a startup company, Brent suffered a staggering physical challenge. And years of chronic pain led the doctors to put him on permanent disability. And with his right arm paralyzed after an experimental surgery failed, Brent turned to a healer and experienced his first miracle when he was instantly healed. And knowing his life had changed forever, Brent spent years studying with the world's best master healers and gurus to uncover the principles underlying miraculous healing. And he is the creator of the Awakening Dynamics Registered System. And Brent is an award-winning author for the Formula for Miracles. And his favorite passion, though, is to help other people and share how he reinvented himself. And the media refers to Brent as the number one most popular spiritual healer. And he's a frequent guest on national TV and radio. And I am thrilled and delighted to have him here today. How are you, Brent? I am great. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, well, we are so excited. And so so how does a successful engineer, uh, you know, working on the Internet business, turn to healing as a profession? Well, you know, I, I admit that uh, I am perhaps the world's most unlikely healer because <laughs> I never thought I'd be doing anything like this. Oh, my gosh. I'm uh, sure you were pursuing I, your Ph.D. and Yeah, I, I was very much a, a techie. Uh, but what happened was when I got to MIT in the 80s, I discovered the Internet. And I was like, oh, wow. I know that sounds funny today, but, you know, back then no one had ever heard of the Internet. Oh, no, I and know. I it was brand saw, new. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, most people had never heard of it until the 90s. And I thought, wow, this worldwide inter- uh, computer network can change, can, will change everything. And it has. And so long story short, I devoted my studies to become an expert in the Internet. And I went on to grad school at MIT, got my master's degree, was uh, working on my Ph.D. when I was part of the Telemedia Networks and Systems Group. And we, you know, we're one small cog in a very big wheel that created the foundations of the modern Internet. That uh, we is sent so live video interesting. Over the web, yep, in 1994 and did a lot of other cool stuff. And so when the Internet boom hit, I figured, well, heck, you know, I'll move to California recruit my best friend, start an Internet company, and, you know, in a couple of years we'll have millions of dollars. And that was a great plan, right? Uh, oh, yeah. The, joke? <laughs> the, the first yeah. vision, of, yeah, when man plans, God loves. Exactly. There you go. No, you stole my joke. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> that, that, that was my next joke. But, yes, that's exactly right. How do you make God laugh? Tell him your plans, right? <laughs> and things got off to a pretty good start. Uh, the very first year uh, I had uh, – 15 people working for me. I did the very first website for Disneyland, for Nissan Motors. Uh, we even did the website for the launch of the Sony PlayStation in the summer of 1995. Amazing. And things were going really well, but the reason we were so successful was I was working literally 100 hours a week. Uh, it was, you know, I was so driven to succeed, I would do anything. And so it was, you know, nonstop work. And after a couple of years of that, uh, my body started to break down. Just shut down, uh, I remember, of course. Yeah. I remember, you know, I had had a little bit of pain and stiffness that were kind of warning signs, but I remember the day it really hit me like a ton of bricks was 
I was going to uh, uh, drive home, and I couldn't get my car door open because my hand was shaking so bad I couldn't get the key in. Oh, my goodness. So you didn't have any sort of an accident or nothing precipitated this other than, of course, the unstoppable work hours and, you know, the, the, the physical drain on your body. Now, years later, I learned I had also had contracted Lyme disease when I was at MIT. Oh. And that was a contributing factor. That was significant. Uh, I had Absolutely. also learned again years later I was suffering from chemical poisoning from, poisoning from aspartame because I used to drink a lot of Diet Coke. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We, we could, I've done so, shows on that. We could have a whole conversation on that alone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so you mix it all together, and mm-hmm. it wiped me out. I mean, I oh, was yeah. in so much uh, I had to move in with my parents because some days I had to have my mother cut my food for me. I couldn't even hold oh, utensils. My. I was in pain. Goodness. And so, Your body had just long story short, yeah, my body was just like, we're done. Yeah. It was this toxic witch's brew of, of pain and uh, and immobility it was horrible. Yeah, yeah. The long story short, I started going to doctors, and I spent three years in conventional therapy. Uh, I ended up at the Curlin Job Clinic, which is the top physical therapy clinic in L.A., where all the Olympians and professional athletes go. Mm-hmm. And after three years, they they finally got me in to see the head doctor, and I, I'm like, wow, this guy will know what to do, right? And I remember it, meeting him in his office. And he looked over my medical records, and he just said, I'm sorry, son, but there's nothing I can do for you. You're always going to be in pain, and you're never going to be able to go back to work. Tell me, son. Uh, is there the worst word you can you ever you hear. Die? Right. He he literally sent me home to die when I was 27. Oh, uh, my put, God. Uh, put me on permanent disability. And they actually told me, please don't come back. No amount of treatment could ever make a difference in your condition. Unbelievable. So that that was that was a huge blow. At uh, 27 I, years old. Yes, I was put on permanent disability, told I could never work again, and literally sent home to die. And there's and nothing worse than died. hearing that we can't do anything for you. There's nothing worse. Uh, when my partners, when I told my partners about this, they promptly fired me from my position. Uh, mm-hmm. My lifelong best friend took the company I had founded and built up and sold it for millions of dollars behind my back. And oh, I also my. found out he had been secretly dating the woman I was crazy in love with. She was two-timing me with, with my best friend. The movie you wouldn't so, want to write. Right. It's, you know, sometimes I call it the, the story so strange it must be true. You could make it <laughs> uh, You know, in reaction, at first uh, I, I turned to positive thinking. And I was sort of the gung-ho positive thinking warrior. I'm like, hey, I can turn this around with positive thinking. Now, and excuse so me, were you the, this way before? Was your mindset like this growing up? Were you just one of these uh, positive people? No, I wasn't. You know? I, wasn't. No. I, I, oh, I really wasn't. Good for you. But uh, I, I mean, good for you that you turned to me, that, that you were able to. Yeah. <laughs> I had one of my friends tell me, hey, man, you know, you're on a downward spiral. The only way to turn this around is positive thinking. Right. And so I became this gung-ho positive thinking warrior. And, you know, went to the seminars and jumped on the stage and high-fived my friends and vision boards and mantras and power words. And <laughs> yeah, I've been there. And, you know, and for me, it didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And so I gave up on that. And then, again, long story short, I spent five years as a full-time uh, patient pursuing alternative medicine. Because I thought, well, heck, you know, the conventional doctors gave up on me. Maybe the alternative stuff will help. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, you name it, I tried it. I'd eat acupuncture and herbs and mm-hmm. homeopathy, osteopathy, craniosacral, chiropractic. I did mm-hmm. all sorts of different cleanses and special diets and programs. Right. And, you know, I, I had magnets and electric stems and magnetic machines. And, you know, I mean, you name it, I tried it. And I'm laughing because five, I, I've experienced some of this, you know, trying to heal my eyes and so forth. And Five years. I didn't get better. I got worse. Uh, and it all sort of came to a head in, 19, in uh, 2003. I agreed to have an experimental surgery that uh, I found a doctor. He thought he had a procedure that could help cure some of my pain. And when I had the surgery, I woke up and my right arm was paralyzed. And I couldn't oh, my move. God, it's amazing you didn't give up at this point. And so uh, that was sort of rock bottom. And, you know, my, my arm was frozen for six months. And that's when I got encouraged by my aunt to go see her friend Terry. And Terry did some kind of crazy New Age healing. You know, I figured, wow, you know, this woman's really gone off the deep end of the New Age pool, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> I had done a little bit of energy healing. I'd been to, like, Reiki and pranic healers, stuff like that, and it never seemed to do anything for me. Uh-huh. But I went to see Terry, and she talked to me about how, well, all this stuff is rooted in the subconscious mind. And she had this process of uh, recoding the subconscious. And I'm like, okay, sure, I'll give it a shot. And so, again, long story short, she spent about an hour doing the subconscious block clearing stuff with me. And then at the end, she said, okay, dear, we're going to take care of your arm. And I'm like, yeah, sure, lady, whatever, right? Give it your best shot. Right. And kind of closed her eyes and went into a trance. And about a minute later, I felt this pop in my elbow. And I, I, I realized, oh, my God, I could move my arm again without any pain. Literally. You could that, just yep. – the paralysis was gone? It was gone. Instantly. Never, and what about used. the rest of your physical symptoms? Didn't you still no. – weren't you still suffering? No? I was, absolutely. So the, the frozen elbow I had uh, instantly completely healed. And, and nobody and could never, explain this? Oh. Did you ever go to a doctor nope. afterwards? And that... I did. They, they just would look puzzled and shrug their shoulders, and almost they tried to ignore it. They didn't want to hear of about course, it. Of course, of course, of course. I'm not sure they even made notes in the files about it. They, they, uh, yeah. I, I really got nothing but hostility from the doctors, which was surprising. I expected that they would be very interested in this, right? Yeah, like, here, yeah. Here's the thing that can really help people, right? Yeah. You're a doctor. Yeah. You've devoted your life to helping people. No. Right, right. Hostility. And uh, But uh, I do want to be totally honest with everyone. All my problems were not solved in an hour. It wasn't that simple. I still had a I lot of imagine. chronic pain. Mm-hmm. I still struggled with depression and social anxiety. I was mm-hmm. deep in debt. Uh, I, had, I was coming off of a divorce. There was all these other things going on. Right. But my frozen elbow instantly healed, and that was a real miracle. And Huge. that was the moment where I said, wow, there's, there's something really to this. something to this. I know mm-hmm. that this is real because I just experienced this. Mm-hmm. I also knew that from my experience that a lot of the healers, there was a lot of woo-woo and fluff. Mm-hmm. And to me, that, that was a big turnoff. And mm-hmm. so I made it my mission to go figure this stuff out. I knew mm-hmm. there was a code to it. I knew there was science, physics, equations sitting underneath this. And I wanted to go figure it out. So tell us, what is it? Is it affirmations? Is it... Well, it's, uh, it's, it's actually pretty simple in theory that all of us have, of course, we know we have a conscious and a subconscious mind. But right. to most people, the subconscious is sort of invisible, uh, nebulous. We, we know it's there, but we don't really know how it works. Mm-hmm. And, and really, the way it works is very simple. 
that we create every experience in our lives. That's the truth. And you know, so that's, is this that's, like that's the secret, or this goes way deeper? It, it, but this goes way deeper. That's a mm-hmm. common law of attraction teaching. Mm-hmm. But the kicker is that this is a primarily an unconscious process. And so it's no different than the way our heart beats or we digest food. We mm-hmm. know it happens, but we don't have to think about it, do we? It sort of happens automatically on its own. Mm-hmm. So the subconscious is, is creating every life experience. It creates how much money we make. It attracts all of our experiences, our relationships, our moods, our health. And ultimately, it's all rooted in code in the subconscious. Because what I discovered was uh, it was very surprising to me as a software engineer to realize that humans are just like computers, that we literally run on code. And this code is what we call the subconscious mind. And so the, the, the trouble with our lives is we don't realize that we're creating everything that happens to us. Mm-hmm. But, but we're doing it from this code that's inside of us. So of course, Especially before age five, would... you know, the subconscious is so important. I had yeah. Dr. Bruce yeah. Lipton on. You know who he is, right? The, he won sure, the Nobel. Of yeah, yeah. And he, we were talking about how it's all, you, you know, so much of your intention and your, the, the, you know, everything about you is formed before age five and your That's subconscious, right. you're not even aware of it. That's right. And the, the, one of the great things that Bruce Lipton brought to us was this understanding that the intelligence of the body is, is manifested in the cell wall, not in mm-hmm. the DNA. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what he discovered, what, what, what I thought that was so interesting, he goes, well, we know the intelligence is in the cell wall, but he didn't know where the code or instructions for the cell wall came from. Right, and that's so what you've unlocked. Fill that in. That, that's, that's the gap I can fill in. And so really what happens is we have a program inside of us for every area of our life. We literally have a program for how much money we make, for our career success, for our mood, for our health. For our relationships, for everything. Absolutely. Our relationship for finding purpose, for making a difference in the world, Mm -hmm. uh, for our level of optimism or pessimism, you name it. And so we're very much like computers in that sense. And these programs run, and we think that life is happening to us, right? We think that, oh, this thing happened to me. Oh, I got lucky. Oh, I got unlucky. Well, what's really going on is there's code inside creating all of this. Right, And the good news is when you learn uh, the simple techniques that I've developed, you can go in and change the code. Well, share with us and, some of these simple te- techniques, please. And, well, the, uh, here's the trouble with what we've, what we've learned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you and your listeners know that a lot of what we've been taught about life and the world and God is somewhere between incomplete and totally wrong. And right. We've all been, right? And mm-hmm. Yes. We've all been taught that, oh, we're, you know, that we live in this difficult competitive world and we have to make sure we, you know, get our share and that, you know, the world is cold and cruel and, and all this stuff. The, the truth is just the opposite. The truth is that the world was created for us, that they have wonderful experiences. But we're, we're, we have ended up running a lot of bad code. Uh, it would be like you have, you know, a brand new wonderful computer, sure. But you put buggy software on it, right? It's not right. the computer's fault, right? You know, throwing no. it out the window is not going to fix the software. No, and some people's and, software are much worse than others. <laughs> that's exactly right, and it's yeah. not really their fault because 
Most of it is a combination of inheritance from ancestors. It's in the DNA. Yeah. And culture, socialization. Right. So most of it is not something we have control over. Mm-hmm. But the trouble and that's the is... the subconscious, uh, right. That's right. There was a blonde joke, I remember, that circulated back in the 90s, and it goes like this. Uh, how do you know a blonde has been using your computer? Well, there's white out and black marker all over the screen. <laughs> you know, apologies to the blonde, but it's pretty funny, right? <laughs> that is funny. It's very the funny. The point being that drawing on your monitor is not going to fix your code, is it? Right, 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 right. Of course not. Right, but I, I have exactly a, I have a funny joke myself that you know that I got accused of being legally blonde, you know, before uh, legally blind. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of funny. Good, you can laugh at it, right? I can laugh at myself, and, of course, of course. Good, because uh, what I learned when I was in so much pain is you either laugh at yourself or you cry at yourself. Take your absolutely, pain. absolutely. The, the energy is coming out one way or the other, right? Yes, so and if, if you're not laugh laughing, yourself, nobody else is laughing. Right. If you're not laughing, you're crying is what I found. Yeah. Uh, that was just yes. my experience. Yeah. Just take your yes. pick. Exactly. And so the trouble is we've been, we're, we're, the way we're trained to live is like trying to fix your computer by drawing on your monitor. Right. And so we think that we're struggling with money because we don't have enough money. Well, trying to get more money is drawing on the monitor. That the problem isn't the number in your bank account. It's your consciousness. It's your behaviors. It's your mindset, your approach to life. Uh, same thing with health. The, if you look at conventional medicine, a lot of conventional medicine is simply drawing on the monitor. In right. other words, doctors run tests that generate numbers, and then they give you a bunch of expensive prescription drugs to take every day for the rest of your life. To cure the, the symptom. Around. Right. To, all they're doing is manipulating the symptoms. Right. That's drawing right. on the monitor. Right. And it, we can go and change the code. Mm-hmm. And there's just, there's just two, two, two things we need to learn to do that. Just two. What are those? One is we need to talk to the subconscious mind. We need to have an open channel of communication. We need a way to know what code we're running. Uh, the good news is that's a very easy process. It's known as muscle testing or applied kinesiology. And so I've developed my own version. You know, I did not invent muscle testing, of course. It's been around right, for over 50 right, years. Right. But uh, I, I have some refinements and ways to make it very easy for people. And essentially, you can have a direct hotline straight to your subconscious mind. You can find out exactly what code you're running. Through and muscle testing? Alone, yes, if you, know, if you know how to use it right. Wow. And the beautiful so, thing so is, give us an example. Sure. Uh, uh, the beautiful thing about this is most people can learn it in about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And we don't have time to go in, into it here, but there's a lot of free information on my website at awakeningdynamics.com. I do a series of calls every month. I have videos on YouTube. A lot of ways to learn it. I, I would love to teach everybody. So I'll just give one common example. Okay. Uh, there, there's many bad codes we can carry. One of the common ones we carry is the belief that we have a vow of poverty. Because in the past, uh, there was many religious systems that taught that you had to be poor to be close to God. And oh, so interesting. many people believe that money is evil. And w- the trouble with the subconscious is we have no idea of the code that's running. Right. right. Uh, just like your computer. Unless you're a professional software engineer, you use your computer, your phone, your tablet, you have no idea the codes that are running to make these programs appear, right? Of right. course not. 
and our lives are the same way. Uh, we have no idea the codes are running because most of them go back generations. Mm-hmm. So two common beliefs I find on a lot of people are a code, that, the belief that you have to be poor to be close to God and that you have a vow of poverty. And it's crazy because most people who are into at least sort of the, you know, the new thought, new age, law of attraction world know mm-hmm. better, right? Of mm-hmm. course not. You don't have to be poor to be close to God. Right. Of course, the divine wants us to be wealthy and prosperous. But That's what Joel you know Osteen what? says. Right. But, but of course, uh, we all have ancestors. And even if you're not religious, I guarantee you had ancestors who were very religious. And they really believe these things. And it's sunk uh, into so the DNA. The DNA, so right. We're, we're carrying these codes, many of which are many generations old, mm-hmm. that are screwing up our lives today. Mm-hmm. And so, like me, you know, I went to all these different positive thinking programs and masterminds and, you know, the power words and the mantras and all this stuff, and nothing changed. Well, the answer was simple. I was full of subconscious blocks. So again, what did you do then? Is it a meditation, or you just identified them? No. Or I mean, it sounds so simplistic. Yeah, it's, it's pretty simple. It's a matter of simply identifying the, the the problem code and changing it. And so I mentioned earlier, there's two tools we need. Number the first tool is to communicate with the subconscious. That lets mm-hmm. us identify the codes. Through uh, the meditation. Tool we need, uh, well, th- that's the muscle testing. Oh, the muscle testing. Okay. Right. That that lets us identify the codes we're running. The second thing we need is once we've found the problem codes, we need a way to change them. Mm-hmm. And I've developed a simple set of tools that uh, takes you know just a few hours for people to learn. Right. That lets you make changes in the subconscious, and it takes literally seconds to do. And, and so this is all in your book, right? Let's give our listeners the name of the book again and your website. Sure. Yeah, uh, my website is awakeningdynamics.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a three-book series that, that I've recently released called The Formula for Miracles, Part 1, 2, and 3. And anybody that uh, comes onto the website, uh, what, you'll, what you'll see is a little box will pop up. You can put in your first name and primary email. And every month I do a live event where I actually teach everybody how to do this muscle testing, walk you through how to communicate with the subconscious, and give everyone a chance to submit blocks for clearing. Oh, my so God, that's incredible. Experience this yourself, yeah. We usually do it the, the first Monday of each month, typically. And so and is there a cost to get, these webinars? Or? Uh, not for the first one. Everyone can come to one for free. Very nice. And you just go onto my website, a little box will pop up, and you'll get the coaching email. And, and tell uh, us, is the book... Lots of other goodies. Is the book an e-book as well? We have visually impaired listeners in addition to you know people who can see. Uh, I'm, I'm planning on recording an audiobook version. Oh, wonderful. Uh, as soon as I can... Uh, I, I would love to do it. I actually hired someone to do the audiobook, but uh-huh. honestly, I was I was very disappointed in the, the quality of the output. Uh huh. So I'm I'm going to redo it myself. Oh yeah, no, you have a great I voice. You can do it yourself. No, yeah. I realize that nobody cares about my work as much as me. Oh, definitely. And I want the people who listen to the audiobook to get a really mm-hmm. good experience. So uh, mm-hmm. as we're talking today, it's not available yet. I'm hoping to record it this summer. Great, when, when great. A little slower with the business. So maybe in the fall I'm hoping to have all three books available as audiobooks narrated by me because I understand that, of course, there's a lot of people who are visually impaired. Uh, there's right. also a lot of people who just don't have time to read and they like to listen when they drive to work or on the train or something like that. 
Oh, yeah, additional reading, for sure. I mean, you know, with me, it's a way of life now, you know, but Audible, I, I live for all my Audible books, you know. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, so I mean, it, it's so intriguing. I mean, what do you tell the skeptics, you know, the people like yourself have, and, and myself included have gone to the, I've done all the alternative healing, or someone with a genetic disease, you know. Are you saying you can reprogram something like that, too, or just the symptoms? Of- well, uh, there's, there's actually a, I have an answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll try to fit as much as we can in right now. That we have a lot more power than we realize to change the conditions of our life. Mm-hmm. But it isn't complete control. Mm-hmm. So there is a difference in life, and this gets a little into the more advanced material of the awakening. That there is a difference in life between pain and suffering. Right. And this is enormously important. This is what the Buddha tried to tell us thousands of years ago. Uh, the the subconscious work is sort of the, the foundation, the entry point to what I teach. There's much more to it. And it, the just learning to change the beliefs in the subconscious, the recoding, can yield tremendous results for a lot of people. Oh, I'm sure. But, I'm sure. I mean, it, it I've been, do, yeah. It, yeah, it is not a magic wand that solves every problem instantly. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish it was, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah. That does not exist in our world. But it certainly did is, amazing things for you. For sure. But what I found is that there are certain things in life we have the power to change and some that we don't. But no matter whether or not the pain is there, we can always transcend the suffering. Yeah, the symptoms. So, so, yes, to, so the, uh, give us some success stories with some of the people that you've worked with. Oh, oh man. So, uh, you know, I, I if you go to my website at awakeningdynamics.com, uh, I don't have a, like three or five or ten testimonials. I have hundreds. You know, hundreds and hundreds, because I've seen over, uh, late last year, I passed the 1,500 miracle mark with my clients. So encouraging. That is incredible. Yes. And what I a mean, story. I've seen instant healing, uh, lots, of, lots of cancer, you know, dozens of cases of cancer that have instantly healed. Cancer uh, with diagnosis HIV. where there's no hope? Oh, yeah, there's no absolutely. Hope? Yep. Uh, my mother in 2010 was diagnosed with clear cell endometrial cancer. And that is a death sentence. And my sister is a, is a nurse. She's actually a nursing instructor. And she, she understood what this really meant. And she was so torn up, she couldn't go to work for three days. She was crying so much. <sighs> I did uh, 40 minutes of subconscious work with my mom on the phone and did a healing with her. And she went to have surgery. And after the surgery, the doctor said to her, Karen, I've been an oncologist for 30 years. And I've never seen anything like this, uh, but uh, all the all those dangerous cancer cells somehow vanished from your body before the surgery. I am speechless. I mean, and you're so telling me you, you can do this on the phone? It's not even. I've yep. had energy healers come to my house, and believe me, I've tried everything. Having you know, they tell you you're going blind at age 30, you know, 29, and you don't know what to do. Too, so I, yeah, I mean, I tried uh, I everything. Actually, uh, it, it's funny. Uh, I work almost exclusively over the phone and Skype. Because uh, I'm an auditory intuitive, so mm-hmm. I like to sit in a dark room with my eyes closed. Mm-hmm. So I actually prefer not to have people come to my office, mm-hmm. uh, just because of the nature of how I work. So I'm I'm actually better doing remote healing, and that's how I prefer to do it. Because the truth is that we're all connected. We're all the same being. We're all one. Okay, but let's and say you, you, you... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We can see past these limits of the ego. Then mm-hmm. we see that we're all connected, 
and things like remote healing or even, you know, reading the past and the future actually become much easier. But that's, you know, again, I said that that's the more advanced aspects of what I teach. There, there's different levels and layers to it. Sure, uh, sure. What I encourage everyone to start with, what's very easy, is everyone can learn the muscle testing and experience subconscious clearing. That takes maybe 15, 20 minutes of training. That's it. Uh, but it goes much, much deeper to the place where you can start to see auras and energies, develop intuition, uh, dissolve pain. Uh, there, there's, there's much deeper layers to it, too. So are these people, you know, do they have five sessions with you or they're healed in one session or every every person is individual? I mean, my my thing would be, you know, that you can imagine someone studying with someone like yourself and then they, they're, they're empowered, they feel better, and then they walk away and they're so used to their their own computer training upstairs that everything goes away. Do you know what I mean? Their subconscious just... Uh, you know, it's temporary. That, that, that is a that is a that is a concern. Uh, it, that doesn't happen to me very much. What happens to me more often is uh, someone will come to me with a problem, and we will work with it, and it will heal, and then they will forget they ever had it. Oh, that's wonderful. And it, that sounds kind of crazy, but I've had that happen many times. My and, goodness. Uh, what I want to offer to everybody is uh, sometimes you will get a magic wand effect where you do a, a short process and boom, you know, miracle happens. Mm-hmm. And I have seen well over a thousand of those happen. So it happens a lot. But and the it's symptoms not have not returned. Uh, but it's not a guarantee. Other right. times we don't get a miracle, we get a process. Mm-hmm. So with me, with my chronic pain, there was no magic wand. There was no one healing where my pain just instantly disappeared. My, my paralyzed arm healed instantly. But all the chronic pain and limited mobility and depression and all that, none of that went away overnight. But with a lot of clearing, as well as other things, you know, meditation, exercise, better diet, drinking water, supplements. In combination, in combination, over time, I was able to overcome it. Right, right, and, and so, attitude, of course. There's so so much power yeah, in, so like the, you said, the, the energy healing. What I offer is sometimes the whole solution, but more commonly, it's one piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. an important piece because, uh, again, I spent five years in in alternative therapies, and it did nothing for me. That was after three years in conventional therapies. But once I started to work with the subconscious and integrate this this spiritual aspect, then I started to make improvement. Have you had people had success just reading the book and not working individually with you? You know, anyone's written to you saying that they've had incredible healing? Uh, most people don't. Uh, that A lot of that has to do with the law of exchange. Yeah, yeah. We get out of it what we put into it. Yes. And uh, I, I intentionally don't put all the details of the techniques in the book mm-hmm. only because uh, that would be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, would, it would be like... Uh, you know, handing a, a six-year-old a blueprint on how to make a gun. Right, right. I want to make sure that if people are going to learn this, these are really, really powerful processes. You know, we, we have to respect that. This is really powerful stuff. Of course, this of is course. No, I understand that completely. Of your life. Sure. And so, you know, I like to say that uh, it would be like, I don't want you to read a book on swimming and then jump off a boat in the middle of the lake. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. No, I understand right. that completely. you read a book on swimming doesn't mean you know how to swim. No, no, you need no. To and have an instructor, exactly. I've always been the and one so, to 
hire a coach, a mentor. You know, I think right. my greatest successes have, have come from working with someone who knows much more than me. <laughs> However, I have had plenty of success stories, people that just come to the free uh, block clearing calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that come to one call and will clear some blocks on them, and then bingo, you know, they, they, they will see changes in their life. That's incredible. So and so that's a Skype call or a, or a telephone call? It's a, it's, a, it's a telephone call, or you can do a okay. web call. Great. Yep. And do you, you want know. to announce next month's call for the people listening now? Uh, I sure. would certainly like to join. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, our next call is actually going to be this Monday evening on the 5th. Great. At, Monday, March 5th. And we start at, at uh, 5.30, 530 Pacific time. That would be 8.30 on the East Coast. Fantastic. That's great. Do you want to give a call number? Or? Uh, it's just uh, I, I don't have all the access codes memorized. If you go to my okay. website at awakenedynamics.com, a little box will pop up, you know, just put in your name and your email, and you will receive the codes in your email. Fantastic. Great. Well, it has been a delight to have you. I mean, I've been reading books like Robert Anthony, you know, the author, since I was you know, I, since I can remember, you know, so I'm fascinated by, do you know Robert Anthony, the author? Uh, I'm familiar with him, yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I've read so many books. I sometimes I'm sure. order books and realize uh, at least ten times I bought books and said, wow, I already read this. I just forgot right. I had read it. <laughs> right, so right. I have a whole stack of books I actually bought twice. As I, I've read thousands of books. I'm a reader. You know, I, I'm of course, unusual. Of course. I'm old school. I, I read sure. two, three, four books a month. Sure, sure. But, no, I'm, uh, I'm just giving you a compliment saying I've been fascinated by this whole area. You know, he's kind of a metaphysician and Dr. Bruce Lipton, so it's, it's really fun. a delight to have you here today. And I want to look further into your whole system and, and read your book. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much, Brent. I, you know, once again, we'll tell the listeners the name of your book and your website. Go for it. Sure. Uh, the name of my book is The Formula for Miracles, Where Science Reveals the Secrets of Spirit. And my website Beautiful. is awakeningdynamics.com. Terrific. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm Kristen McDonald, your host for Second Vision, and my guest, Brent Michael Phillips, has just proven the point that positivity is the way to go and never give up hope, and uh, the power of the mind is greater than we think. Have a blessed day. Thanks for listening.